0: Most students take fewer than 5,000 steps during a non-PE school day. Now, that's including one recess period. Health experts recommend at least 10,000 steps or 60 minutes of physical activity a day. Now, I know when uh, this information was put out that uh, a lot of teachers were um, a little skeptical of this. In other words, uh, the thought was, how in the world can we... uh, have our students uh, get 60 minutes of physical activity at the same time learn academics. Well, I went ahead and and researched um, what uh, types of movements that we could actually do in a classroom that would simultaneously uh, work for our academic content. So uh, that's what we did. And, you know, I think it goes without saying that movement is actually good for us Uh, research suggests that more physical education recess and physical activity can improve academic achievement now this is per CDC 2015 physical activity in the classroom has been shown to increase cognition memory and recall now this uh, is in line with dr. Jensen's brain-based theory concepts Increases in daily physical activity are also positively associated with social emotional aspects of learning, such as mood, behavior, and stress level. Welcome to episode 132 of the Teacher Rockstar Podcast, a place where tips and strategies critical to the new teacher are discussed. We share the latest educational research and best practices so that the new teacher can be better equipped for a successful classroom experience. I'm your host Steve Hiles and today we'll be talking about establishing a culture of movement in the classroom. But before we get uh, into today's topic, I want to ask you a question. Are you a brand new teacher that just graduated college? Would you be interested in having somebody with you every step of the way to guide and assist you as you transition into the classroom? Well, stay to the end of this episode, and I will provide you with the link to learn how you can. Now, brain research uh, shows that moving while learning is beneficial. Okay? Uh, movement ignites areas of the brain as well as improves neuron connections. It helps develop different areas of the brain and offers a variety of mental health benefits, such as lowered anxiety and depression. The belief that movement increases learning is a central element to overall brain-based theory. The theory that one best learns when one experiences educational material in a manner that agrees with the natural tendencies of the brain rather than against it. Okay? Um, for example, when students work in pairs, let's say, well, why not have them walk and talk? Teachers can encourage movement through walking in the classroom and the school building as space dictates Keep count. When students arrive at school, keep count of their steps using inexpensive pedometers or phones for the older kids. It's movement that gives us healthy joints, strong bones, physical strength, good circulation, including cardiovascular circulation, good coordination and reflex reactivity, improved learning skills and concentration and mental well-being. Without it, we would just simply deteriorate. Now, the examples of motion include running, cycling, jumping, swimming, eating, drinking, playing, writing, typing, moving cars, uh, throwing a ball, etc. During this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you several strategies for implementing movement in your classroom. Uh, Teachers may consider using a variety of movement strategies to integrate movement into their lessons. Now, I wouldn't suggest that you implement all the strategies that I'm going to share with you today in one school day. I mean, you know, I want you to feel comfortable and picking a certain strategy and try it out and then move on to the next, so on and so forth. Okay, here we go. Strategy number one dancing to learn information. Now, when new information is to be committed to, memory. Okay. One way to help your students would be to teach them a dance. Uh, lots of teachers use songs already to help students learn new information so adding movements, in this case, dancing to the song provides additional student engagement. Take for instance the song Macarena. Now teachers can use the movements and rhythm to assist students uh, with their skip counting of 5, for example, 5, 10, 15, 20, and so on to the beat of the music all right and other well-known examples include a math dance to teach angles as per right uh, 2010 and a grammar dance in which students perform routines that reflect parts of speech as per UK grammar dance NC moving on to strategy two, uh, applying movement to content areas you know when teaching academic content Teachers can have students associate the content with specific movements. Let's say, for example, students are learning about rounding numbers to the nearest 10. Students can use jumping jacks or push-ups to represent the number 10 and hopping on one foot to represent 20 and so on. Now, with respect to language arts, students can play a jumping game when students are practicing synonyms and antonyms. For example, when a teacher says go, you have pairs of students jumping up and down X amount of times. It could be two times, three times, whatever. Then the student chooses to land on either their left or right foot. If both choose to land on the same foot, then the students must come up with a synonym for the word that the teacher has written on the board. Now, if they land on opposite feet, then they must come up with an antonym. Let's discuss strategy number three, having your students move among stations around the room. Now, teachers can get students up and moving about the room to have them collect materials. For example, if students are working in groups to learn about fractions, let's say, the teacher can give each group cards, okay, and then they check in with another group to see if, uh, if they happen to, to have an equivalent fraction. And then the students return back to their own group to verify that the fractions are, in fact, equivalent. Okay, now when teaching a spelling lesson, let's say, the teacher can assign students a list of words with the um, diphthongs missing, let's say, and they have to move about the room looking for cards printed with diphthongs that will complete the words. All right, and this brings us to strategy number four organizing and ordering. Okay, teachers can help students understand the order of concepts. By handing out cards with, again, a fraction or a decimal or a mixed number, okay, um, and have students line up from least to greatest and vice versa, all right? Let's consider a language arts skill, completing a sentence. Uh, the teacher can hand each student in a group a card with either a word printed on it or a punctuation mark. Then the students have to arrange themselves to form a complete sentence, and you could even... Uh, make it a little bit more challenging by asking students to remain silent and only use hand gestures, eye movements or even hops or jumps to signal one another. That sounds like a pretty cool idea. And this brings us to the last strategy I want to share with you, strategy number five representing uh, your body with an action. Now this is really a cool idea here and and that lets students represent key terms and ideas. For example, in mathematics the teacher can have a group of kids lie down on the carpet let's say and represent various angles with their body like an acute angle or an obtuse angle or a trapezoid. Now in reading, students might be asked to stand and act out a new word that they have recently learned. Um, In conclusion, by incorporating movement as a method of teaching that encompasses physical activity into academic content areas leads to overall greater learning, while also contributing to the students' recommended 60 minutes of daily physical activity as per the CDC 2013. Now, I want to say, if you're feeling somewhat maybe overwhelmed at the fact of having your students uh, move about, the classroom for 60 minutes in, in a typical school day. Well take things slow. Start with one of the strategies that we spoke about and as you feel comfortable add more strategies and increase the time so that you will get to a point where you will actually have 60 minutes of movement going on in your classroom. You'll get there it just takes time and I have faith in you. You can do this. Okay Remember at the beginning of the show, I said if you'd be interested in having somebody with you every step of the way to guide and assist you as you transition into the classroom and that I'd provide you with a link to learn more. Well, here it is. Simply go to dot teacherclassroomresources.com That's t-r-a dot teacherclassroomresources.com And I want to thank you for listening to the Teacher Rockstar Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hiles. When you get a moment, visit our website and subscribe to my newsletter for the latest educational research, best practices, and unadvertised free bonuses. Go to teacherclassroomresources.com And don't forget to subscribe to us at the Teacher Rockstar Podcast. And if you'd like to support us, Please feel free to share our podcast with others, post about it on social media, and if you feel really comfortable doing so, leave a rating and review. That would be greatly appreciated. Thanks again. We'll see you same time, same place next week. And remember, my friend, you got this.